get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrari, Lee Scanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Been looking forward to this interview for quite a while. Bill Ripken's joining the show, former MLB second baseman, current studio analyst for MLB Network. He joins us via the Brownie and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Bill, thanks so much for the time today, my friend. How you doing? You got it. How are you guys doing today? Doing very well. So I love watching MLB Network, and anytime that I can see you breaking down somebody's swing, I feel like I become smarter about the game of baseball as a result. And the other night I watched you break down Tyler O'Neill's approach and how things have changed for him at the plate and how he's much more confident up there right now. What have you seen for our listeners that may not have seen that breakdown? What have you seen that has changed in Tyler O'Neill's approach that has unlocked his potential this year? I think it's one of the things uh, I firmly believe in because you guys well know my brother stood at home plate 472,000 different ways at home plate. And he was just trying to unlock something. And I'm more of a, uh, of a fan of the idea of the mental process, the mental thought that goes into it, because I think the thought process will dictate to the body what goes on. And with Tyler, I've been watching him and it, it's the chicken and egg thing. You know, do you have to have success first before you have confidence or can you just be confident on your own? And I don't think anybody knows that answer, but he looks like he's in a rocking chair. He, he really does. He's, he defies some uh, hitting philosophies because he doesn't have much negative movement before he explodes. He's, he's very still at home plate. In fact, his hands probably move more when he's getting ready than when he's actually getting ready to fire. And he's so big, he's so strong that he can do it. But right now, I think he's seeing the ball. And the proverbial, it's probably bigger than a normal-looking baseball to him, maybe softball-like. I don't think it ever gets to beach ball proponents because the game's still pretty hard. But I think he's just very confident. He understands what he can do right now at home plate. Being in between Goldschmidt and Arenado certainly can't hurt anything. But you see a very confident player that uh, knows his abilities and He's feeling it at home plate. Is he just kind of cracking into what he can eventually become as an everyday major, major leaguer, Bill? Because uh, for so long in his start to his career, a lot of people were frustrated because he wasn't hitting that potential. And now are you starting to see what Tyler O'Neill can be every game? Well, I think in one aspect, he's, he's more normal than, than some of these young players we've seen. Look, not everybody's Tatis, Acuna Jr., Soto, that are hitting the big leagues at 19 and 20 years old and making it look that easy. For the most of us, we have to go through a little bit of transition and growing pains to get it done. So I think in that respect, he's kind of normal. 
And then I think what you see when what he's doing right now, he's clearly above normal when it comes to being an average major league player. So uh, it's just some of those things where you got to figure it out. You've got to get at bats. You've got to grind through through some certain certain things. And I do believe with most the failures of the game or the struggles of the game, if you can handle them, can certainly make you better in the long run. We're talking to Bill Ripken, former MLB second baseman, now a studio analyst for MLB Network. For my money, one of the best in the business when it comes to breaking down hitting. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Bill, I wanted to ask you about Paul Goldschmidt as well because he's had a, a legit borderline MVP type of a season. And since May 1st, we looked up some of these numbers yesterday. He's now batting 315 with an OPS of 950. He looked off in April. It looked weird. And I think now looking back, we can say it was probably somebody something that was ailing him. He missed the home opener here in St. Louis, and it was probably a back issue that was ailing him then. How for a guy like that has he turned it around so well in his mid-30s now and extended his, his uh, prime, Bill? Well, you know, like we were talking earlier with Tyler O'Neill, this game's not easy. And I think you have to go through growing pains. And even for someone like Paul Goldschmidt, who's got this proven track record that goes on, and it just goes to show you how difficult things can be. If he was missing any time because of a back, I had certain back issues during my career. So did my brother. Uh, My father and mother gave us some very good genetics, but also gave us that, I think, (laughs) along with it. And if he was ailing at all, and it takes him out of what he wants to do, um, the game's hard. So if he's feeling better... I don't think there's any question. If you just say, okay, Paul Goldschmidt's 100% healthy, then I'll do the proverbial turnover the, the baseball card and look at his numbers and say that's what he's going to do because that's just what he does. But I love the fact that the Cardinals went out there and got him one. I love the fact that the Cardinals went out there and got Nolan Arenado two. And when you look at those two guys that wore uniforms for a longer period of time with other teams – does it not look right that both of those guys are wearing Cardinal uniforms? There's something about this proverbial Cardinal way and what they're supposed to look like. Those two guys on the corner certainly fit the bill. And Bill, you've been a part of multiple teams in your major league career, so you know how difficult it is to go from one team to another and kind of mesh into that group. How impressed have you been with what Arenado accomplished this season, not in terms of making the playoffs with this group, but also hitting 30-plus home runs and hitting 100-plus RBIs? Yeah, look, and and those two categories you just threw out there, I'm big on. Um, Anything that says created, adjusted, or whatever else means made up. And what I like like about Nolan Arenado, because he certainly wore his fair share of criticism because he played in Colorado this, Colorado that. But if you look at the numbers that he drives in and he scores, that's how you win games. You have to cross home plate. And, yes, his average is down a little bit from his career average 162 while he was in Colorado. I get that. I understand that Colorado provides some extra hits, some extra points on your average. But Nolan Arenado sticks his nose in there when he's got a man on third with two outs. And he finds a way. Uh, Earlier in the year, I remember him hitting two of the most ridiculous gork-looking hits to right field on balls well out of the strike zone for Knox and Ribbies. And I'm a big fan of guys who can drive in runs. And I think if you look at his projected out, there's only three games or four games left to play in, in St. Louis, his production numbers, as far as 
driving in runs and hitting home runs are right there with his numbers when he played in Colorado. So he's a great player, great competitor, and I love to see the fact that he puts he puts points up on the board for his team. Bill, as we now kind of focus on what the playoffs are going to look like for the Cardinals, they clinched the other night. They're going to be playing either the Giants or the Dodgers in that wild card game. It looks like probably the Dodgers, depending on how this weekend shakes out. How do you see, how do you view the Cardinals in a one game scenario against the likelihood of either Gossman or Scherzer? How do you see their lineup potentially go doing against either of those two guys? Well, I think the Scherzer one, if I'm not mistaken, they've had a hard time with. I don't think there's been much question. But then again, most lineups do. <laughs> um, now, if you were the Cardinals, you would look at his outing yesterday and say, okay, he's human. He, he can give up some biscuits. And if you run into one, and I would assume that Wainwright's on the docket to throw that one game, um, I believe it's going to be a 5 o'clock game out there, 8 o'clock game on the East Coast, which means there's going to be some shadows. So Wainwright flipping that big hook up there coming down from 37 feet probably isn't going to be a day at the beach of the Dodgers either. And I'm just giving it to the Dodgers right now because I'm tired of saying, okay, the Dodgers are going to catch San Fran and then San Fran just proving me wrong. So I'm just going to say San Fran wins the division. So you're playing the Dodgers. And it, it's an interesting thing because I don't think any more pressure is going to be on the Dodgers because they won 100-plus games and the Cardinals didn't. The Cardinals, with this 17-game run that they were just on, they have the best record in all of baseball in September. So can they get to the postseason and continue that? The answer would be yes. Um, we all know in baseball that one-game crapshoot could be pretty uh, difficult, but it's going to be just as difficult on the Dodgers as it's going to be on the Cardinals. So it's going to be a good game to watch for sure, no doubt. Bill, final one for me. If this offense is at full health, and we know that Edmundo Sosa has been day-to-day, Mike Schilt thinking he's going to play this weekend, Yadier Molina as well. If this Cardinals lineup is at full health for that wild card game, do you like the way that that offense is stacked up compared to a Dodgers offense? I like what they've done in this run. I'm, I'm a big proponent of consistency. I like your, I think your first four hitters in the 17 games in a row were identical, the same. And I like being able to run that out because I think there's a lot of uh, information being passed along and there's some continuity that goes with it. The beauty of your lineup with Goldschmidt in the two spot, Arnauto 4, O'Neal 3. And yes, they're all right-handed. And does that prevent or present certain issues with the left-right map? Maybe. But if you've got the right two, three, four guys, I don't care if they're left-handed, right-handed, no-handed. If they can hit, they can hit. And you run them out there and you play – I think the cool thing is there could be like a sleeper guy. Could Bader run into a, 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 a hanging uh, hook and go deep and, and, and put something on the board? Carlson's capable. So I like the diversity that your lineup presents. Um, it's a little bit unique in, in, in what happens. And I said Bader instead of Hater. I'm sorry. Uh, Bader's our edit guy up here at the network that cuts really good tapes. So uh, my apologies there. No worries, Bill. We're looking forward to it, man. We can't wait to watch this wild card game, whether it be against the Giants or the Dodgers. I'm with you. I'm kind of assuming at this point that it's going to be the Dodgers. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Hey, Bill, all the best. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. And hopefully if this Cardinals team goes on a little bit of a run in the postseason, we'll be able to catch up again soon. 
Well, good luck to you boys. Uh, they, they're fun to watch, and this 17 was pretty uh, pretty amazing, so good luck to you guys. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.